Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Stickers on the Mic podcast. My name's Hamish, and I'll be your host for this episode. Joining me today is the founder of Kind Design, Damon Baz Red. Damon, welcome to the show, and thanks very much for being here. Thank you, Hamish. Happy to be here. Glad to hear it. Um, so to start with, just give our listeners a quick introduction to Kind Design and just a, a quick intro and explain what it is. Kind Design. Kind Design is a clothing and design company. Um, we do a lot of very fun and different things. We have our own cl- line of clothing. We do custom clothing, custom design. Um, we do custom topographical ties for weddings and yeah, just a whole lot more. Nice. Um, and so before we get into kind of the nitty gritty stuff um, about the business, let's wind the clock back um, and talk about your background. Um, how did you get into to graphic design and what sort of led you to starting your own company? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so I was uh, living in Vail at the time, 2000, uh, what was it, 2008, and I was just feeling very inspired by that lifestyle I was living, which was working sea patrol all winter, and I was a whitewater raft guide all summer, and I was never formally trained in graphic design, um, but I wanted to start a little t-shirt company and was kind of forced into graphic design because of that, and um, but I was always creative, so I did want to explore my creativity. Um, and then, yeah, just basically self-taught Adobe Illustrator, got better and better at it, and um, just started doing more and more different things with it. So um, I, I think the my end goal was really to be able to help protect those beautiful places that I was living in, um, including the, the ski areas and or skiing all winter and... Uh, rafting all summer. So just making sure I work to conserve those places one day and we're finally getting there 10 years later. <laughs> um, so I noticed in all your designs, uh, the topographic uh, feature and style is uh, something that's really prominent. What is it that kind of drew you to that kind of design? Well, I think one of the most beautiful patterns and designs are natural patterns and designs and topography um, is so beautiful and so different wherever you go and um, I always wanted to be able to kind of separate the lines and the patterns away from all the information that you see on a typical topographic map and I knew applying them to artwork and clothing in a unique way had potential. Um, People carry around a lot of pride for certain places, me included, and this is just kind of an extension of that. So. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Like nature has its own amazing beauty that you almost can't replicate. Yeah. And you just got to yeah, you know, be amazed by it. The reality is that there's a lot of artists out there that just do it in their own way. And this is how I do it. And um, I know on your on your website about us, uh, you know, you talk about your wife, um, Kristen. So how is it sort of being a husband and wife uh, set up working yeah. together? Uh, my wife, Kristen, is amazing, and she has joined the team and is now 
running the company because I know she will do a much better job than I did over the last 10 years. Um, and obviously, after having three kids, the inspiration for the brand, while it started with the mountains, has now become, you know, just motivation to succeed and be able to provide for my family. And yeah, they're, they're the best. So I'm very pleased that she's working with me. And uh, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm sure that uh, has its own benefits as well as its uh, stresses, but like you yeah, said. Yeah, and we're, we're figuring that out. Um, I think the the great thing about the two of us is that we are so different that we have very clear-cut roles on what we can do for the business. Um, and she is new to the company, but so far it's been totally great, and it's honestly great to spend more time with her, and I actually – work a lot better and more efficiently when she's around. So. <laughs> nice. so are you sort of pivoting to the creative side of stuff and she's yeah. doing a little bit more of the administration? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to focus more and more on creative and um, let her kind of take over everything else. Nice. So. I, I think that's actually a good um, thing to talk about because you, you're self-taught and, you know, illustrator and graphic design. How was it learning all the business stuff in the beginning? Because presumably this was your Ooh. first business venture and you had to figure all that stuff out as well. Hamish, I'm still figuring that stuff out. And um, I have a lot of great friends and family who, you know, are always happy to help and give me advice. And I've learned a lot over the years. Um, and it's gotten to the point where I do want to know and understand every facet of the business, but the reality is I can't do it all. Um, and my biggest skill set is the creative. So I just think using my skill set the best um, and my wife's skill set the best will work out really good in the long run. Um, but yeah, it's uh, running a business is not easy. I will say that, especially when you didn't go to school for it and you just never had a business plan and you just kind of started from scratch, grassroots, organic. And But, you know, I think as we talked about yesterday, if you're just kind, honest, and work your butt off, good things will eventually happen. Uh, yeah, I think that's actually a great tie into what I wanted to talk about because you have a really authentic brand and obviously, you know, the kind and the, the kind design. Um, you explained to me the other day is, you know, it's, it's about, you know, being kind and doing good things. Um, and I feel like that approach is, you know, really integrated into the brand and the way you like to give back and, and be part of the community. Yeah, uh, kindness is a very important thing. I think it's infectious and I think the world needs more of it. And, you know, part of that is teaming up with nonprofits that mean a lot to me for certain products. I team up with Western Resource Advocates to help conserve rivers and lakes across the West. I work with Protect Our Winners to help, you know, uh, all this climate change stuff. And, uh, and they do stuff at policy level. They're not just out there, like, cleaning out the river and picking up trash. They're actually making a big difference. Um, and other nonprofits like High Fives, um, who help athletes with life-altering injuries, work very closely with them. Um, but just, you know, I think it's not always easy to give back, but I think if you have time and you can, you should, and more people should. I mean, it's especially these days when, you know, it's you see a lot of bad stuff and you just want to help more. Yeah, and I think it's it's like more than a marketing play. It's like intrinsic to your business and your personality. Clearly, you kind of get that from yeah to you just for a few minutes. Yeah, I think calling it mean designs would have been a bad play. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring to it. 
Um, and I know uh, you had some you had some trouble in uh, 2013. That was a real turning point from your business. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, let me get this PTSD under control. But um, <laughs> we got hit by that big thousand-year flood in Boulder. And uh, I just woke up and my whole business, which was in the basement of my house at the time, was under like six feet of water and mud. And it was just obviously a big turning point. I lost everything I'd built over five years, but um, I'm happy I didn't give up. That <laughs> um, We had so much support from friends and family helping clean up and salvage what we could. Um, and then I had before the flood, I had designed a couple hats with our logo and the Colorado flag in it. And if you don't know, our logo is a water drop with a snowflake in it. So the hats, they look great, and they actually look like flood relief hats. And it was kind of too good to be true. So I put them up on Facebook and threw it out there to just basically try to dig myself out of debt because I actually didn't think I was going to save the company. But luckily, we... Um, you know, it went viral enough and we, we pre-sold enough hats to save the company. And it was kind of an amazing turn. And then we had this huge new following of people and we were able to, you know, ride that momentum for a little while, um, which was great. And I think there is a silver lining. I was able to hit the reset button too. Um, before the flood, I had also created products and helped raise money for natural disasters like forest fires and stuff. There was all those fires going on and... Nobo and all that. So we, um, yeah, it, I think people saw that we were on both sides of the equation and it's a, it's just a very humbling experience and I think made a, made me a better person for it. Yeah, and it, it seems like the, the business has only got up and up from there. You really managed to sort of claw your way out of that kind of terrible tragedy. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're still, <laughs> we're, we're still dealing with, you know, the effects of it, but it, I think it definitely um, will cause a positive thing in the long run, as strange as that sounds. Yeah, yeah, sort of. It's like yeah, you have a smile on your face. Yeah, it's sort of. You're, you know, glad it happened, but obviously that was just really tough. Yeah, time, it's I'm sure. ver- it was very tough. Um, I'm happy my kids weren't born yet. That would have been a whole different. You know, we had to move out of the house, and it was just stressful enough as it was, and you know. <laughs> adding kids to the equation would have been very, very difficult. So, but yeah, tough, but still, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, definitely. And even uh, just seeing your kind of space yesterday, you, you know, you got a ton of cool merchandise in there and it looks like you're uh, really and, kind of breaking new ground. Um, and that's actually wanted to, wanted to move on to uh, next. So can you talk about the ties a little bit? Because it's, it's kind of different from the sort of lifestyle, uh, you know, T-shirts and stuff. It's, uh, it's a bit of a different play, but it sounds like it's working out really well for you. Yeah, for sure. So we do these custom topographic ties um, for weddings specifically, but we do for corporate and just one-offs for people who like them. Um, you know, I found out about this company in Denver, Naughty Tie, and they were making ties in Denver using 100% recycled materials, and hi- they hire ref- uh, refugees with all the skill sets they need. So just kind of like f- fell in line with everything I believed in, and. Um, I was working on all the Skiria stuff, so I pitched to them to do this line of Skiria ties, which is 60, t- 60 different Skirias across the country, 20 different colors, um, and they're made to order. 
And selling ties is very difficult, I found out very quickly. Uh, so I put a lot of effort into it and was not selling a lot of ties. But I did notice that people were buying 10 or so at a time for weddings that were at the ski area. So the light bulb clicked and I started the custom topographic tie program so people can choose from over 500 colors. They can choose from topography for anywhere in the world. We do all the wedding accessories you can think of, um, ties, bow ties, youth stuff, um, dog bandanas. And it's just a really neat, special accessory that, you know, has a lot more meaning than, you know, a tie you'd buy in a store. Um, most people put the venue on it. Sometimes it's where he engaged, to her, he proposed to her. Um, or just sometimes it's like where the groomsmen are from. So it's really whatever people want as far as that goes. And I don't know, it's kind of nice being in that industry because it's nice working with these couples who are wanting to have your product visible on their, like one of the biggest days in their life. And 99.9% .9 of them are extremely grateful and wonderful to work with. So it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. And I bet that's the kind of product that they're going to hang on to for the rest of their life. Absolutely. That, that tie is not going to end up in the, the charity store or anything like that. No, They'll keep yeah. that for the, the rest of their lives. Um, so how do you go about, um, you know, launching a new product? Do you, do you have a plan? Was ties, you know, you said you started it and then you kind of figured out the wedding things afterwards. So what was the thought process between, you know, going into ties in the first place? Is it? Um, I think it, I'm always like venturing outside of, what I typical typically do just to see if it works. I mean, we I'm always testing products, and I, you know, it's there's no rhyme or reason. Um, if I can do stuff at certain minimums and just test them out, and you know, even if I can break even on them, it was worth a try. I, a lot of it's you know, guess and check. You don't really know what's going to work and what's not going to work. Um, but I think I, I just connected with what Naughty Tie was doing and their approach to, to their business. And I'm always looking to collaborate with similar companies. Um, and like I t spoke to you about yesterday, um, we're doing something very similar with Ink Monster coming up here. So yeah, just always wanting to collaborate with local companies and produce something new and different that nobody's seen before. Yeah, for sure. I think first time I looked at those, I was like, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I don't think um, anybody else is doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you uh, you might be the first one for sure. Um, so from Ties, uh, let's talk a little about stickers. How do they kind of play into your product mix? Yeah, stickers have been a very important part of our business. And it's so funny, um, just because I never would have thought it would be such a big part. But we, um, so every one of our products comes with a decal. And it's typically just our snowdrop logo it doesn't even say kind design uh, because to me it's something that people can relate with and I want people to start a dialogue about it like say what is that where did you get that um, I don't love the overt branding and I try to stay away from it as much as possible um, but yeah so we've sold more or more stickers than um, I could ever imagine too on top of giving them away and, uh, you know, when people place bigger orders, we always toss extra stickers in and people slap them on their cars, water bottles, they're visible. And I don't know, it's just a great way to subtly brand and get your name out there. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's something we, we do heavily as well. And we talk about delighting customers. Like every time I get stuff, I'm like, where are the stickers? Like I don't want to, you know, brand up my garage or whatever else. Like yeah. I'm sticking them on. Like yeah, I people, think they work for all kinds of businesses. Yeah, people connect with certain brands and places and, you know, they're happy to help show them off and support them. So I, it just goes along with, with my brand and all the prideful places we try to promote. Yeah, and I know uh, sort of thrown in with that is also you do the handwritten notes with orders as well. It's like that little extra delight moment for people. Yeah, and uh, I don't even remember. I'm sure it was inspired by somebody, another company that wrote me a handwritten note. And I just think there's a huge disconnect with e-commerce these days and shopping online and um, just the customer experience. So um, when I got a handwritten note from Sticker Giant, I was also very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, I think you uh, you put it really well as you know, creating a personal connection in an otherwise sort of quite disconnected world. Um, especially as well, you're obviously, uh, you know, you're a web store. Uh, it's uh, kinddesign.co for anyone uh, who wants to go check it out. And I definitely encourage you to. There's some really rad merchandise on there. Um, but yeah, it is that you you sell in a digital space uh, and advertise in a digital space. So it's kind of bringing it back to a, a personal connection. Um, so to kind of pivot to that, how do you go about you know marketing your your website? Uh, we use all the typical social media platforms. Um, we have an email newsletter that you can s- sign up to at the footer of our website, um, but. I think Instagram is our current focus. Um, Facebook, as everybody knows, is kind of, you know, their algorithm changes weekly. And I used to, (laughs) I mean, we had 22,000 followers after the flood there. And I would get 1,000 likes on a post. And then one day, just started getting like five likes on a post. And it's just like, well, you guys, you know, you got to pay to play there. So um, Instagram is very visual and easy to use for the short attention spans people have these days. Um, yeah, so we do some, uh, we do most of it there. And then we're, um, we actually are just starting to do a bunch of stuff on Pinterest, especially with the Topo ties, because a lot of couples, you know, create their wedding in Pinterest and they, you know, try to find all their ideas and create a board. And it's just a, a great way for people to organize their thoughts for weddings so yeah it's a great point i'm sure there's a ridiculously high percentage of searches on pinterest probably relate to weddings i know it's probably one of their biggest categories um but that's a good point about just yeah being where your being where your customers are for sure and um with your visual designs i totally get why instagram works you know so well um it, yeah it's the visual platform uh, shame about Facebook. Facebook is, uh, like you said, it's tricky. You kind of got to figure out what you're doing. Yeah, and it's not like we don't use it. We just don't use it as much as we used to use it. And, um, you know, I don't want to say print's dead, but we've experimented with print and as far as ads go. And it's, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where you can't track it. So who the heck knows? But um, I can't imagine getting into those wedding magazines is going to be particularly affordable. Yeah. Or any, any print, you know, any. Print. Well, stickers. That's what I oh, say. No, I, me- I meant any print ad. No, I'm with you. I, <laughs> I always say like stickers are the only form of print advertising that still works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that that is actually true because that's worked the best for us as far as anything we print goes. Yeah, um, having sort of worked in publishing for a short time, I kind of know what it's like uh, in terms of 
just trying to track anything is so difficult. I think digital is definitely where it's at, especially uh, you know when you have a website and lots of visual products, you want to kind of get people on there browsing the stuff. Um, I know you mentioned as well uh, some of the you do some athlete sponsorships. Um, I kind of noticed on your social media you were quite involved, uh, obviously in skiing. You know your background. Um, I suppose that's kind of another way that you're you're putting yourself out there with the kind of mountain culture and community. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I will say skiing is my first and biggest passion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's my parents put me on the hill at like 18 months, which is probably why I did the same to my three kids. And I love it more than, you know, any other sport or recreational activity in the world. So I, I do know that I always wanted to be in the ski industry in some capacity. Um, again, it was a large part of the inspiration behind the company. And yeah, did did I not answer your question? Uh, yeah, <laughs> did, I think, did, I think I you got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, thinking about um, the athletes. Like I know when I took a look at your yeah. Facebook page, uh, you're working with one of the quadriplegic skiers. Like, that looked Yeah, really Trevor Tinnison. Awesome. This kid is doing unbelievable stuff. He's just hucking massive cliffs on his sit ski. And he works with High Fives, um, who is the nonprofit that I work with very closely out of Tahoe. Um, but you know, um, most of our athletes are skiers, but we do, yeah, we sponsor a couple other different kinds of athletes. And I think that's just a reflection of us being in that industry, starting the company in Vail. Most of the athletes you'll see they're in Vail Valley or Colorado in general. Um, yeah. So I think part of what we do with our athletes is make sure that they give back in some way also and they stay on top of their grades and they're good people they're good kind people um it's a lot of people want to be sponsored by a lot of companies but you know i think we just have to have all the same views like and morals and that's yeah i mean it I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I totally agree. Like you, you you have to have a you know a good cultural fit and and somebody that goes out and represents your you know company in in the best light and represents it as you would represent it yeah. yourself. See, Hamish, you said it better than me. Thank you. It's <laughs> all right. That's what I'm here for. Um, so, in terms of um, any tips that you might have for somebody else, you know, trying to start a new business, uh, you know, we always trying to bring it back and, and for our listeners we hope we're, we're kind of reaching a small business audience and we want to say you know try and get some of those ideas out there for how people can succeed in their own space man that is the million dollar question i think everybody would start a business if it was easy <laughs> um again i'll go back to um being kind honest and working hard are three very important things you know in retrospect i wish i did a little more business stuff in school, took design classes, had a business plan ready. Maybe I'd be in a different place. Maybe it wouldn't be the place I want to be. So it's it's hard to say. I think for everybody it's different. Um, but don't take shortcuts. Don't just want to succeed to be successful. There needs to be something else behind it. Um, and I don't know exactly what that is for everybody, but... I know what it is for me, and I, I'm, you know, I'm starting to see the the future of kind design finally ten years later, um, 
which is pretty cool. I was, I've n- never been able to say, here's my five-year plan because I was always so fast-paced trying to do different things, figure out, you know, what I was good at, what was making money, what, you know, what made sense for me. Um, but it's, it's kind of nice and comforting to know, like, okay, this is the direction I'm going to take the company. Um, and I want to be completely unique and I want to be kind and give back. And yeah, I think it's, at the end of the day, that's it for me. Yeah. I know. I think that's a great answer and it's a great piece of advice. Um, so what's next for kind design? What's next? Um, well, I'm going to sell it and move to the south of France. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so we, we recently launched these um, really great prints that are um, topographical prints of the ski areas around the country. And um, we are about to launch a river version of these prints. So big rivers and section or sh- sections of rivers um, for both rafting and fly fishing. And... Um, and we're not only going to do the prints, but we're going to we're going to be applying these to functional clothing, whether it's buffs for skiing and fishing. Um, you know, we're doing leggings, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff, and uh, we're going to be working with Ink Monster down in Denver to do some uh, some made-to-order clothing that's completely unique, made in Colorado, functional material, um, and for all these things for the. For the ski stuff, we're working with Protect Our Winners, and then for the uh, river stuff, we're working with Western Resource Advocates. So, donating two dollars from each product back to them and the conservation of these places. And, yeah, that sounds um, really cool. Like, uh, I, for our listeners out there, I took a look at the the board shorts yesterday with like the Grand Canyon, yeah, uh, river running through the middle of it, and they just like so awesome. Yes, yeah, those aren't out yet. That's um, yeah, we have a line of Colorado River shorts. Last year, we launched uh, the Headwaters. Glenwood Canyon and Moab and then this year we'll be launching the Grand Canyon shorts and you know I I surfed when I lived in Florida uh, I was a raft guide obviously for years and I know what, what I like with board shorts and I think they're more fun- functional than the average board short I do not agree with using velcro on board shorts as they just deteriorate and um, so I put the, I also don't like pockets down low. So I put the pockets up high on the hip so your stuff doesn't bang against your knee. And, um, yeah, I think it's just a great product four way stretch, quick dry. And, um, l- looking forward to, you know, seeing that line develop as well. Yeah, I know. It definitely sounds like you've designed it with the user in mind. It's not just about style. It's about functionality. I think especially, you know, somewhere like Colorado, we, we want our outdoor gear to, to work really well as yeah. well as like look pretty cool too. Yeah, actually we were in um, outside mag summer buyer's guide last year and they were the coziest in the mix was their review. So nice. that was a <laughs> great little review from a big publication. Yeah, that's rad. Um, so we're kind of coming up on uh, time. So, you know, thanks so much for sharing your story. And we just like to wrap things up. Obviously, shout out your, your website, social media handles, you know, where can people find you? Um, are you going to be at any events, stuff like that? You know, let people know where they can come find you. Sure. Um, so we're we're located in Gun Barrel, North Boulder, and you're always welcome to stop by if you're in the area. Uh, but website is kinddesign.co, and our handle on Instagram is at kinddesign. And um, we will be at the GoPro Games coming up this summer in Vail. 
uh, set up in the, um, you know, the vendor merch section, which will be pretty exciting. We've been setting up with not, um, high fives there for the past few years, helping them. So it'll be nice to kind of let them do their thing. I think they'll be more successful doing that and we'll be more successful doing our thing. And yeah, um, other than that, you're always welcome to reach out if you have any questions. Our uh, number one priority is customer service, especially since our customers saved our company. So do not hesitate to reach out if we can help you with anything. That's awesome. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode. Um, it's been amazing talking to Damon and we're going to put links to his website and social media in the show description. Uh, so if you didn't catch those, you can find them there. Um, definitely go check out his store. Like the merchandise is awesome. And if you happen to be at the GoPro games up in Vail, swing by the booth um, and see the stuff for yourself. So thanks very much for listening. And remember, every sticker has a story. Thanks, Hamish. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.